what are we supposed to say at Thanksgiving? When we sit down with family members who have left the church because of the scandal or have lapsed from their faith and are saying, see, that's right, that's what we saw, that's why I don't go to church. All the summer of scandal, horrible things that we've seen, the cover-ups, the deflection, and then this week when the bishops were to meet, they were to propose a plan, and then suddenly the Vatican says, delay, delay until the February meeting. It seems to just add more fuel to the fire, that we have to sit down with our family members and somehow defend our decision to be faithful Catholics. To what happened in the, this week, we can only speculate. You know, the, the bishop's proposal was given only a couple days before to the Holy Father, not really enough time to fully vet it and make sure that it would be an appropriate solution. But that's really just speculation that that would be the reason. Some say that the Pope wants to make a, a uh, ruling after the Synod in February on the protection of children. But then again, that's all just speculation. So we could give them speculation, but I don't think it really answers the question of why we are faithful, why we are here today, why we are here now. But I think our readings give us some indication. You see, the, we're coming to the end of the church year. Next week is the 34th, then the Christ the King is our sort of the, are the end of our church year. And then the following weekend, Sunday in, in December, is Advent, the whole beginning of a new, new liturgical cycle. And as the readings come to the end of the year, of the church year, they become apocalyptic in nature. As the light is darker, so we start hearing about the end times. We start hearing about the Christ. And the readings today are a perfect example. The Daniel prophesying the Son of Man coming from the clouds and then Jesus that he is the one who will come at the end to judge humankind. The word apocalypse, apocalypsis, is a Greek word that means simply to lift the veil. Apocalypsis means it's the same translated into, into Latin and then into English, revelation, the, re, the unveiling, if you will, of all things. And, and we hunger for that unveiling right now. Pull back the veil so we can see what's really going on. Who knew what, when, where? We want to know this now. And we don't. We don't. And so there is frustration among myself and among many people. But more than just the desire to unveil is this vision that Jesus says, the Son of Man will come on the clouds. He's speaking directly in reference to Daniel's prediction of the a prophecy of the end of the world. One who is like the Son of Man. And in Jesus Christ, we see God-man coming in that form. The final judgment. So while we may not know all the answers to things in this life, we may not know the, how justice done. We may hope for it, but it may not happen. We should trust that the Son of Man is going to come and to judge the world. That should be comforting, but also should be challenging for each one of us. That in fact, God will come 
and ask us how we've done. We must make an account for what we did and what we failed to do. What we say every time we say the, the confidior, what I have done and what I have failed to do. And so that those who have abused children, those who have moved them around, will must face the Lord with those questions. As you and I must face the Lord with our own sinfulness. And so it is we say, God has this. Jesus Christ is in charge. And we may have the veil lifted right now, but he is the God-man. He is the Messiah. And so that may not answer the question, but it does give me great hope to know that Jesus is in charge. And so when somebody asks me, why am I a Catholic? I say, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God who came to save the world. And in doing so, he established a church. And a church has faced good times and bad times. But while empires and nations and reichs have come and gone, fallen and risen, fallen again, reigned through it all. So why am I Catholic? Because I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. Not a perfect one. One leave for another church? Well, I can't imagine ever saying goodbye to the Eucharist. Jesus Christ, truly present, body, blood, soul, and divinity. The entire sacramental life with which he feeds his flock and which he empowers us to go out and feed others. To know the forgiveness of our sins, to be healed and cleansed in, at the time of our death. These precious gifts given to the church. And although we have experienced good leaders and bad leaders, the church still perdures. We wish for the revelation to happen, unveiling the apocalypsis. But it will happen because Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. Jesus Christ is the Lord of heaven and earth. And he has called me and he has called you to be his disciples. And so we sit next to somebody and they ask how you could do it. I think the answer is to say, I can't imagine doing it any other way. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ who's asked me to follow him in his church, to be faithful. I have friends who are Jewish, and they have in their house, they'd experienced in their family direct contract, contact with the Holocaust. And in their home, when you walk in, painted on a wall, it says a quote from George Herbert. Revenge, the best revenge is living well, it says on their wall. The best revenge is living well. So if I am called... And how do I answer this, the damage done to our church? Well, we advocate, we speak, pray. But I believe that, that the most effective way for me as a pastor is to continue to move the parish forward in healing. It's to say, why not am I a Catholic and why do I belong to church? It's not only that, I find in my parish home, my family, vitality in life. And this is what the call to each one of us. The best revenge is living our faith well. The most powerful witness to somebody at a thanksgiving is joyful discipleship. Is a smile, not a frown, not defensiveness, but to say, I love my church. I love my parish. I love my family. And so it is to say, what is the response? The response is effective catechesis for and young people. Adult programming like Mercy and Men of Mercy and oh, Working with Purpose 
to be a vital people of God. We can look in the past and we need to learn from it. But we also need to set our hand to the plow, to be feeding those who are hungry in the Thanksgiving baskets, to be bringing toys to those who will have none if we don't reach out. And so it is that if the Lord comes on the clouds, I pray that he find me a joyful disciple, a member of his church, and working to build his kingdom today. Praise be Jesus Christ.